Hey nerds, guess what? The court has just issued its first official opinion from a case argued this term, which I will be reading today. It's just a brief three and a half pages long, but that is honestly okay with me because, as you can probably tell, I'm just starting to get over a whopper of a cold that I've had over the past week, and my voice is still not quite back to normal yet. So bear with me for the next 10 minutes or so as I read to you Atchison Hotels v. Lawfer. Decided December 5th, 2023. Enjoy. Justice Barrett delivered the opinion of the court in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Alito, Sotomayor, Kagan, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh joined. Justice Thomas and Justice Jackson filed opinions concurring in the judgment. Deborah Lawfer has sued hundreds of hotels whose websites failed to state whether they have rooms accessible to the disabled. As the sheer number of lawsuits suggests, she does not focus her efforts on hotels where she has any thought of staying, much less booking a room. Instead, Lawfer systematically searches the web to find hotels that fail to provide accessibility information and sues to force compliance with the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990, or ADA. Ordinarily, the hotels settle her claims and pay her attorney's fees, but some have resisted, arguing that Lawfer is not injured by the absence of information about rooms she has no plans to reserve. Only plaintiffs who allege a concrete injury have standing to sue in federal court. Lawfer, these hotels have argued, is suing to enforce the law rather than to remedy her own harms. Lawfer has single-handedly generated a circuit split. The 2nd, 5th, and 10th circuits have held that she lacks standing. The 1st, 4th, and 11th circuits have held that she has it. We took this case from the 1st circuit to resolve the split. Though Atchison Hotels LLC filed the petition, Lawfer supported the grant. After we granted review, the case took an unusual turn. In July, the United States District Court for the District of Maryland suspended Lawfer's lawyer, Tristan Gillespie, from the practice of law for defrauding hotels by lying in fee petitions and during settlement negotiations. It based the suspension on a report finding that Gillespie demanded $10,000 in attorney's fees per case, even though he used boilerplate complaints. In addition, Gillespie funneled six-figure sums to the father of Lawfer's grandchild for investigatory work that he never performed, raising the prospect that either Gillespie or Lawfer, or both, got a cut of the money. Making matters still worse, the sanctions order against Gillespie 
also implicated Lawfer's former counsel of record before this court, Thomas Bacon. Following these revelations, Lawfer voluntarily dismissed her pending suits with prejudice, including her complaint against Atchison in the District of Maine. She then filed a suggestion of mootness in this court. At this point, Atchison had already filed its principal brief on the standing issue, and we deferred a decision on mootness until after oral argument. Lawfer does not argue that we must dismiss her suit for mootness. She acknowledges that we can address jurisdictional issues in any order we choose, and so have authority to resolve the standing issue. But mootness is easy, and standing is hard, Lawfer says. She urges us to refrain from resolving a difficult question in a case that is otherwise over. Atchison, on the other hand, stresses that the difficult standing issue is the reason we took this case. Though Lawfer's case is dead, the circuit split is very much alive. This court has received briefs and heard oral argument. For efficiency's sake, Atchison insists that we should settle the issue now rather than repeating the work later. Moreover, Atchison warns that if we dismiss this case for mootness, the standing issue might not come back anytime soon. While Lawfer has disavowed the intention to file any more ADA tester suits, others will file in the circuits that sided with her, and hotels will settle, regarding it as pointless to challenge circuit precedent in this court. Why would any hotel take a case this far, Atchison asks, if the respondent can evade our review by abandoning a claim rather than risking a loss? We are sensitive to Atchison's concern about litigants manipulating the jurisdiction of this court. We are not convinced, however, that Lawfer abandoned her case in an effort to evade our review. She voluntarily dismissed her pending ADA cases after a lower court sanctioned her lawyer. She represented to this court that she will not file any others. Lawfer's case against Atchison is moot, and we dismiss it on that ground. We emphasize, however, that we might exercise our discretion differently in a future case. The judgment is vacated, and the case is remanded to the United States Court of Appeals for the First Circuit with instructions to dismiss the case as moot. Justice Jackson objects to this disposition, urging us to, instead, leave the First Circuit's judgment in place. Our Munsingware practice is well settled. We decline Justice Jackson's invitation to reconsider it. It is so ordered. We've come to the end of this opinion. Until next episode, thanks for listening to What SCOTUS Wrote Us.